Yo, yo, welcome in to the Hippies and Cowboys podcast, bringing you the best of the country music world like nobody else will tell it. My name is Garrett McKee. I am one of your hosts. Our co-host, Mike Hart, will also be on this podcast as well. But you just got me for the intro this time. Um, we are brought to you by Workman's Relief CBD. Go to workmansrelief.com, fill up your carts, and use our promo code H-A-C-C-B-D for 15% off your entire order. The best, most affordable CBD products on the market. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Bit of a change of pace with this podcast here today. And uh, just before we even before you even get into listening to it, I will apologize for the audio quality on this one. We were We were running all of the sound. We were running all the sound into uh, my recorder off of the main stage at Master Musicians Festival uh, here about a month ago in Somerset, Kentucky. And uh, we were on stage with the Wooks. And I don't know what exactly happened. Everything sounded good in the headphones and, and everything seemed to be recording fine. But Mike and I, you'll notice, like, you can only hear us from what's coming through out loud going into the field so we are obviously much quieter and you can kind of hear that echo a little bit um than the rest of the guys all, all the guys who are who are in the wooks sound great so uh, so that's good i mean they're the important ones those are the ones you want to hear talk anyways um but we did this podcast on the main stage like i said um we did it that morning ahead of their John Prine tribute set that night on the Friday night of Master Musicians Festival, um, which was absolutely unreal. But uh, yeah, I just we figured we'd release this one so all of you who weren't able to attend the festival, or even if you were and you happened to miss it, you could uh, listen to what these guys had to say. So Mike and I would like to thank everyone at Master Musicians Festival uh, for welcoming us with open arms and just rolling out the red carpet, it seemed like for us. We we really appreciated it, and we definitely did not deserve all of that hospitality. But uh, thanks so much, nonetheless, to all of them. Thank you to the Wooks for coming up on the stage and and uh, doing this doing this podcast with us. It was a lot of fun. Really cool to have you know a few people in the audience watching, and yeah, it was an interesting atmosphere. Um, Looking forward to doing more like this. But anyways, let's just dive right into it, everybody. Um, this is our podcast with the Wooks, live from Master Musicians Festival. Enjoy. We are live at Master Musicians Festival in Somerset, Kentucky with the Wooks. Thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit, you guys. Thanks for having us, man. Calling all you Wookies. Yeah. Call Time to get down. <laughs> Time to get down. Get in there, people. But yeah, uh, thanks for sitting down with us, and thanks to Master Musicians Fest for letting us take the main stage here as people are coming in and during the rain a little bit but i see blue skies over there so i don't feel worthy of sitting on the main stage i'm not gonna lie to you yeah but. um i guess 
probably for everybody listening, the audio version of this, and if anybody's out there listening to what we're doing right now, we should just go down the line and you guys can introduce yourself, uh, tell us who you are, what you play, and where are you from. My name is CJ Kane. I play the guitar. Um, I'm from Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, yeah. And uh, my name is Harry Clark. I play mandolin, and I'm from Floyd, Arkansas. I'm George Guthrie, and I play the banjo, and I'm from Connecticut. I'm Alan Cook. I play the dobro, and I'm from Boulder, Colorado. Wow, so you guys are from all, uh, all different, all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Covering some ground. Covering yeah. some ground, that's right. Is this your guys' first time at uh, Master Musicians Festival? Um, I, I've been here, uh, we've, the band has played Masters Musicians Festival, and I've also attended as a fan growing up. I'm from Kentucky, so this is one of the finest, uh, festivals that Kentucky's had for a very long time. Uh, what about you guys? I've only been here once, two years ago, and it was just to watch John Prine, but, uh, it was really awesome. Yeah, they, uh. Uh, Tiffany was showing us their uh, John Prine portrait from that year, oh, yeah. two yeah. years ago. Um, that's pretty cre- yeah. pretty incredible. Top five. My first time. Shows. Yeah. First time. Yeah, that's my true. first time as well. That's all right. right. You guys are all going to have to ask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just jump in whenever. Just interrupt us. That's all right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we haven't actually got new music from the Wooks since 2018. Band came out. Um, what have you guys been up to lately? I know there's been some like turnover within the band, so I don't know if you guys just want to tell us what's been going on. I mean, we were eavesdropping on the sound check, and some of those were unfamiliar to me, so yeah. I'm hoping for some good we're news. We're pretty well here. read. With well, <laughs> yeah. un- so, uh, unlike and so are all of my coworkers. Because oh. I play <laughs> oh wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, unlike musician stereotypes, we tried to use our uh, time off in 2020 wisely. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took uh, up enough original material between the three of us here and uh, put an album together. It's it's in the can. It's mixed, mastered, and we're just kind of trying to put the whole thing behind that together to get mm-hmm. it out as uh that's kind of still we're not we don't have a release date but it mm-hmm. our part is done yeah um and we added over that time uh really a childhood friend me and alan grew up together going to a festival called rocky grass in in Lyons, okay. colorado my dad and his dad are like homies from way back and uh we um have played together in jams and whenever the band was in Colorado Alan would get in the van and go with us but he he didn't officially join the band he moved uh east of the Mississippi for the first time over the pandemic and we've got him out here now and got uh, added a dobro I've never been in a band with a dobro so yeah it sounds good too um, man that's cool there's only like 22 of them in the world so (laughs) (laughs) it's a small community but uh yeah we're uh, quite enthusiastic. I was curious how, you know, everybody got to know each other from being from so far away. But yeah, somebody, people it. ask that all the time. Yeah. And Harry, can attest, Harry grew up in the bluegrass community like I did, like kind of cutting our teeth in traditional bluegrass. And, and the deal is, is you go to festivals and you're really kind of aware of like everyone that's out there. If you hang out in the parking lot and the campgrounds and you jam and you hang out playing bands and it's like it's a tight-knit community Mm -hmm. so 
when you need someone to uh, play music with, you kind of know who to call. Yeah. Um, for those people just coming in, because we've got more people coming in, and this might sound weird to the people listening to the recorded podcast, we are the Hippies and Cowboys podcast, and we're sitting down with the Wooks. You will get to enjoy two sets from them tonight. So, yeah. There they are. <laughs> <laughs> Five or six people here already. And uh, we can get to, so what, the reason there's two sets, we got the, full, the regular Wooks set, and then after that, we will get to hear a John Prine tribute set, which is going to be a very special moment. And yeah, yeah here's some right. whoops out in the crowd. I don't know if the mics will pick that up, but <laughs> thousands of people are cheering. <laughs> the crowd Maybe hundreds of thousands. Right now. Yeah. Really? Oh, someone just flashed us. Oh, <laughs> man, this is a family event. <laughs> yeah, man, so kind of like what we were talking about earlier, like, um, just, I guess, to get into some of the John Prine stuff. Um, you guys, like, you kind of mentioned it earlier. Everybody around here, specifically in Kentucky, it seems like, his music has made, you know, connected with so many people, like, even people young, young enough like right. Mike and I, and all the way up to, you know, the oldest people who even are going to be attending this festival today. So everybody feels really connected to his music and kind of hit I just wanted to know, I guess, we were talking to John R. Miller on a podcast right. of, of about a month ago, and he said the first time he heard John Prine, it was kind of like, he described it as like a magic trick. Um, so I guess my question to you guys, if you guys all want to answer, is uh, when was the first time, do you remember the first time hearing John Prine's music? And going off that, kind of how has that, how has his music, you know, affected your development yeah. and your playing over the years? Yeah, why is it special? to you because yeah. everybody I feel like it's unique to everybody who hears it you know? well for me I didn't really I can't really remember the first time I heard John Prime because my dad was such a, a major fan of John and like saw tons of shows that like it was on the record player from the time I was just an infant but like so when I would hear his music as I got to be a more serious musician it was like I'd already heard it but I was like hearing it again mm -hmm. from a perspective of like trying to learn it but yeah. i think you know simply put john's had a huge impact on kentucky he he kind of grew up coming here in the summers with his grandparents and uh so people here just love him and i think for me there's two things that make him there's a million things that make him special and unique as a songwriter but he's my favorite because you know like he can make you think and laugh simultaneously in a song and usually yeah. a song is doing one or the other and he was great at saying something that made you like rethink the way you see the world but also laugh so that you're not like kind of bummed out about whatever yeah. he's trying to teach you you know and then you know the other thing is no matter what kind of day you're having if it's a good day or bad day like whatever is if you put his music on it's going to get better mm. It's just like if I'm having a bad day, I put I put John on like every time. What's your uh, go-to song of John's? Um, I don't really have a, a go-to song because like there's every single one of them is good. Like <laughs> yeah. there's there's not one song that I skip of his. But Bruised Orange is like the epicenter of like what John's all about to me. Like that mm -hmm. album. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so I guess the first time I heard John Prine was uh, probably when I was probably like 12 or 13. 
uh, I met this guy in our hometown. He was kind of like the first hippie musician I ever met. Uh, he was kind of into bluegrass, but also was like the first guy who introduced me to the Grateful Dead and like fish and all that stuff. And he also, uh, as a kid, he burned me a copy of the John Prine album. Is it just the self-titled album with yeah. him sitting on the Hay Bells and yeah. stuff, Angel from Montgomery and all that? Mm -hmm. And I, I listened to it, and there's some great songs on there. And he would, like, at jams, he would sing, like, Grandpa Was a Carpenter, which is one of the songs we're going to be doing tonight, actually. Oh, awesome. And, uh, and it just registered with me. It kind of had a bluegrass feel, but it also, it was written a little bit differently, you know, and so kind of stuck in my crawl. And from then on, I felt like I'd just hear John Prine, like, you know, kind of throughout my life, you know. And like, uh, that's the way the world goes round is another song that I just got turned on to. And little by little, I just get like turned on a song at a time to him until finally, uh, when we saw him live here at Masters Musician, that was right as his new album and last album had just come out. And, uh, that album I really got into, and there's not a lot of people I know that like the last album they make is just as good as, you know, their earlier stuff. Mm -hmm. And that album is just as good and profound if not more in certain ways than some of the stuff I've heard. So I guess I kind of went backwards with that album and then getting into him from CJ, you know. Yeah. CJ was always going to play some Prine, you know. So it's, I guess that's how I got into him. I'll, I'll let you guys talk too, but I, well, you mentioned that's the way the world goes around, and I wish I was wearing shorts right now because I have a recent happy enchilada tattooed <laughs> on my thigh. <laughs> <What about it? laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that song hits in uh, so many places. Yeah. It's, that's a it's a fun explanation you know yeah, especially yeah. when i had to explain it to my mom she's like what in the i don't know if i can't cuss up here what in the heck is that and <laughs> she's like how drunk were you when you got that tattoo i was like yeah. i planned it I was well sober. you know like when you write a lyric you just never know what someone else is gonna hear <laughs> and i think it's fun to laugh about yeah. those situations yeah Man, well, I, I grew up being aware of all of John's iconic songs, you know, hearing them on the radio, Paradise and Angel mm -hmm. from Montgomery, but I, I don't think it was until I uh, became friends with CJ here that, that he encouraged me to take a deep dive, and I have, and I'm, I'm really glad I did, and it was a, it's been a, a really rewarding project getting deeper into his catalog and working up some, some of the old favorites and also maybe a few of the lesser covered songs. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a wonderful journey getting to know his music more. Well, uh, like CJ, I definitely heard his music a lot growing up, and was always aware of him. But sometimes when you just hear your parents' music, you don't always take a look into it yourself. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I got an awesome opportunity to uh, see him at the Telluride Bluegrass Festival, which is already such a gorgeous place, and. Um, yeah, that, I just remember that show very vividly. Uh, he really d could put cast a spell on the audience and yeah. just you know make every single person have the warm and fuzzies. So um, definitely a show I'll never forget. That's so. a good good way to describe John. Yeah, that's no good. Uh, <laughs> I guess something that's uh, I know we're pretty curious about is just the process of taking John Prine songs and bluegrassing them up and making them Wook style. So I don't know if someone wants to walk us through kind of, sounds like a fun process, an interesting one, walk us through what that was like. Well, something that the Wooks, I feel like might be kind of signature to the sound is uh, the way that we interpret cut time songs 
uh, with bluegrass instrumentation. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of the songs that John does are kind of cut time, kind of, mm -hmm. kind of a boogie, funky yeah. feel. And, uh, and a lot of them we just haven't changed. We've just tried to keep it with that feel and our instrumentation and just tried not to alter them too much. And there's a few that we might have tweaked a little bit. I feel like Brian might have had some bluegrass influence in his writing. I feel mm -hmm. like that music was around when he was coming up, and mm -hmm. I'm sure he listened to it. Um, and that's so. got to be part of that connection to this region. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, John's had mandolins and fiddles and dobros all over his records, and, uh, you know, like, there's certain guys that kind of rock that still have this, like, bluegrass, like, a good song can be, I mean, any genre. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But honestly, like John's music clearly has a, a a respect for like traditional bluegrass music within it. It's just the cool thing about John's lyrics is he doesn't always write from like that in your face, like clear cut interpretation kind of thing. In fact, a lot of times in rehearsal, we're sitting there trying to figure out what he's yeah. what he's talking about, <laughs> yeah. and it's so much fun. Because you can kind of make it, like you can interpret it how you need to interpret mm -hmm. it that day to, like I said, make your day a little better. Yeah. Um, so it's fun to take that lyrical approach and put it into bluegrass, and, and it works. Yeah, what was me. the one we were trying to figure out uh, yesterday, how naked get neutered? Yeah, if anyone knows what how naked get neutered means from Bruised Orange, <laughs> you can come see us after the show. We'll give you a free T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I like to say yeah. he can take, he can, using simple words, he can say something really complex. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. You got, you got anything to add from <laughs> you guys down there? <laughs> uh, yeah. Go ahead. I just love playing Dobro over his music. I mean, I, I just, <laughs> yeah, his, his songs and, and his, just the sound with all of his records just makes me think of electric guitar, slide guitar. Uh, I played a lot of electric guitar before I played uh, Dobro and and just that 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 loose song, but also uh, sound, but also uh, being able to have like such colorful lyrics and that you know paint such a clear picture that you can kind of you know depict for yourself mm -hmm. and then um, trying to just add to that you know like uh, with your instrument as if it's a another brush or uh, color in the palette so right you know well uh we should probably start to wrap things up so that we can get ready for brother smith to kick Woo! things off here but yeah. uh, before we go i want all of you guys to answer this one for us uh out of the two sets that you're going to be playing tonight you can you can pick one of your guys' songs or you can pick one that you've uh put the the wooks interpretation on of john's what song are you most excited to play for everyone tonight um, for me, it would be the title track off the new album, Flying High, because it's a tune that I got from, like, that I wrote about some friends of mine, and they're really cool people, and I, like, wanted to kind of put them in a song for years, because I was always, like, Pam and Jim Bob and Chubb and Rose, they're, like, the coolest people I've ever come across, so, uh, that's, that's my answer. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, of the Prine stuff that we've, uh, we've got going on tonight, one of them is a song that we've actually been doing for a while. And uh, 
on our an upcoming album that's coming out it's one of the only covers that we have on the album is a prime song it's called iron ore betty and we kind of have put our own spin on his version he uh, originally cut the song and the, the awesome mandolin player sam bush actually played electric guitar on it which we found out earlier which is kind of cool because he's like the man yeah. <laughs> but uh so i don't know that's always a fun song to play i guess i'm looking forward to that one well man i, I don't want to give away too many of our uh of our prime choices tonight but uh one of, one of my favorite prime songs that i became aware of over the course of this project is uh the great tune hello in there and it's mm -hmm. one of his masterpieces and cat's out of the bag we're gonna do it for you tonight <laughs> so i'm really excited to play that one awesome well i guess i might reveal one more um in this but picture so show and i might just be hungry and think about cheeseburgers but yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's cool that you guys all are excited for the John Prine. I wasn't set. going to give any of them up, but you guys let the cat out of the bag. Okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> people Same showed you. up early out I there, so y'all deserve it. Y'all deserve a little reward for them. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for sitting down thank with you. us. For those listening out there, uh, we are the Hippies and Cowboys podcast. This is our first ever live on a stage podcast and i don't know maybe the only one ever we'll see we'll see what the future holds but thank you again to master musicians fest for letting us do this thank you to the wooks for sitting down yeah, with thank us you all. and we are so excited for this festival and to see you guys play tonight i don't know if garrett has anything to add to sign Not off much to add to that i hope everybody out there is uh ready to have a good time today and everybody give it up for the wooks thank, thank you. you guys thanks those people out there, we will have a merch booth out there, too. I think you guys, the Wooks, will have one as well. So be sure to stop by and say hey. And, yeah, pray for the rain to hold off all weekend. That's right. But <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. Cheers, y'all.